The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. At 205, it's Tuesday, another glorious Tuesday in the City of Champions. It's Jay Lynn and Andrew. Hey, Jay. Hey, Andrew. Got a good show uh, lined up for today. One of them, one of the guests, really looking forward to talking to. Uh, you pick the one, and I'll pretend <laughs> that was it. No, uh, the uh, we're going to talk about work uh, spouses today. We are. Should be interesting. And then we're going to tr- also try to find uh, a living donor for a liver transplant. Yeah, a that's a tough, that's a big ask. Yeah. That's a huge ask, but uh, don't ask, don't receive, right? So mm-hmm. we'll figure that one out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, got an interesting letter in the mail. No, not that one. Um, <laughs> I, you know, sometimes you get something in the mail, you read it, you think, huh. yeah, what? But now it's it's coming to fruition. So I got this letter in the mail from the city of Edmonton that says that my street is going to be the setting of a commercial they're filming. Who, who knows for what? I don't. On Thursday. Oh, nice. And that uh, they'll try to... I, I don't know the wording exactly. I should have probably brought the letter. But they'll try to minimize the inconvenience to residents yeah, yeah. and that uh, there'll be a 25-member crew on the street plus equipment and electrical and all that kind of stuff. Well, you know what a set looks yeah. like. And that they'll be down to one lane of traffic, but they'll try and move people through between okay. takes as much as yeah. possible. They go, okay, great. But that's a little excitement. And then today I got up to go get my coffee and uh, what's up and down the street? No parking signs for Thursday. So every... And our street at night... There isn't a parking spot left, so everybody Wednesday night is going to have to find somewhere else to park their car for the whole day Thursday because we're minimizing the inconvenience to residents. So I I don't know how long they're going to be there. I don't know what happens if I leave my car there. Does it get towed? I don't know where to put my car other than one street over, maybe? We have three cars and, and one garage. Yeah, and you don't have the parking pad is underneath the garage. So you right. don't have an additional parking pad. In I the do pad. not. And you can't park in front of the garage door on the back because then you're blocking the... There isn't enough... There's not enough yeah, room there. Yeah, not enough pad left, no. Yeah, you're going to have to go around the bend. You're going to have to go around on the big circle probably. I, I, I guess. Yeah, that's where everybody or, is going or, or to. Or I guess go. we're going to all cooperate and, you know, maybe park in the back lane and just realize that that's going to be... Inconvenient for could be residents. Just I don't know. Twenty four hours. Yeah. Yeah. It, you know what seems strange, and maybe you call three one one. Call three one one, or call your counselor. Could do that, Tim Cartmel. 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 You know? Yep. And say, hey, what's going on over here? It says down to one lane, so we. Sh- well, no. Yeah, it, it, it's for getting through. It's not for parking. They'll get, yeah, the traffic is getting through for on one lane, not for parking. So, yeah, you got to move. See, that's what I mean. Oftentimes, uh, government-issued memos, after you read them twice, you become more confused mm-hmm. than the first time. Because what's the point of having l- a lane of traffic open if you're not allowed to park your car? We're on a side street. It's not like it's a thoroughfare of any kind. So that's just for what? In case we want to loop? If you want to loop in case of emergency traffic, that I guess, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Well, look at look at that, eh? All fancy. 
movie shoot in your neighborhood. Well, the only decision... Or something. Right, I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's a commercial for something for the city of Edmonton, so the only decision left for me is what oh. sign do I want to put on the side of my house? This is the tree. Yeah, I could do that, <laughs> right? That's my property. I could put a big, here's the tree you heard so much about, city of Edmonton. Wouldn't it be funny if the commercial was about the tree? It's possible. Mm. How we've streamlined services. <laughs> I would call and find out. Did they, they did not say what it no, was specifically about. They did not. I could phone uh, my uh, counselor and find out. I'm sure they know. They've probably gotten a few letters or a few phone and, calls. And not, and not to... Um, Please don't take this the wrong no. way. Um, there's a lot of streets in that neighborhood. I mm-hmm. used to live in that neighborhood that have very, very nice, you know, all yeah. the trees, they're all coming in. Like, why that street? Well, I would suggest that probably, and I'm guessing here a little bit, that maybe my street represents possibly an average Edmonton street. Like, the houses aren't that big. They're the not that small. Well, the whole neighborhood is like that. Yeah, it's also a side street, which probably allows for them to contain traffic. No, maybe it's just you know, easier so, to do that. And yeah. Just <laughs> When the crew shows up, I'm just... we'll find out on Friday. We'll find out how many people bail out of their houses and leave town when the crew arrives. You know, just thinking it's a police operation of some kind. I'll leave it at that. There's at least one house on my block that would probably be like, I don't know what those people are doing out there. Yeah, your next-door neighbor. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) We're hiding that fact now. I suppose. It's a little late. (laughs) We've been doing this show coming up four years. I know. talking about... Mention him at least once a month. Whatever, whatever. It's there. It's all good. Um, Yeah. Oh, well, that'll be very interesting. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, you'll have to you know, make sure you let us know what's going on there. Well, I'll, I'll have to text you because, of course, I'm not here Friday. That's right. You're not I'm in here. Calgary. Oh, yeah. You and Kevin Nealon doing something. Weird, huh? Here's the weird part about... How'd that happen? I'll tell you exactly how that happened. <laughs> so I was down in Calgary just doing my own weekend. You know, I do Calgary twice a year, right? The, the laugh shop down there. And I saw posters advertising Kevin Nealon coming to town. Of course, he's former he SC, SN- SNL. SNL. Yeah, SNL. Make sure you get that right. Difference between SCTV and yeah, SNL. Exactly. And he's People also... People really loved him on the, on the news desk. Right. And he was one of the stars of Weeds, right? So here's how it came about. This is dumb of me. I, I typically turn down those kind of engagements because they don't pay very well, is the honest truth. Oh. Um, it's usually for the experience or for the sure. credits. And uh, I don't care about the experience and I don't need the credits. So... But you know how we always watch a show at night, my wife and I, um, and we pick one. Right now it's WKRP, by the way. We just started. But the previous one was Weeds. So even though the series ended years Mm. ago, to us it never ended years ago because we're just watching it now. And Kevin Nealon's a huge part of that show. So I'm watching Kevin Nealon every night. He's he's the accountant that is a drug, a druggy accountant. Do you remember the show? On Weeds or WKRP? On Weeds. Oh, no, I've never watched Weeds. Oh, okay. I thought well, you were talking about WKRP. No, 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 Kevin Nealon no. wasn't in WKRP. No, 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 no. Okay, so Kevin yeah. Nealon's on Weeds. He's, just, he's one of the stars okay. of Weeds. So we're watching it every day, and then I'm down in Calgary, and oh. what do I say? Hey, Kevin Nealon. And for whatever reason, I'm like, oh, my God, I just watched him on TV last night. I love his character on the show. And I said to the GM of the club, after a couple of beers, man, I would love to open for Kevin Nealon. And he was like, would you really? And I was like, yeah. And then the next day in my mail, I got a contract to open for Kevin Nealon, <laughs> <laughs> which paid very little. And But I was kind of like, uh, yeah. And then I thought, you know what? Carol would probably be tickled to, to come down to Calgary with me, a little escape, and meet Kevin Nealon. So I ran it by her, and she was like, no. And then I said to the kids, hey, you know Kevin Nealon, right? And they were like, no. I'm like, okay. 
So now I'm just going to, okay. I'm going to Calgary to open for Kevin Nealon. The, the the thing that jumps out the most yeah. out of that one, can I tell you right sure. now, was this this belief in your brain that uh, that Carol I don't would have any interest in going down. Well, we used to we were watching Weeds, we were laughing at his character. Okay. We just thought it was really funny. Oh. So, and I should have known better because you remember uh, Lord of My Pants, not Lord of it, Lord of the Dance. You remember that guy, Michael Flatley? Yeah, Michael Flatley. So Michael Flatley was in um, Vancouver mm-hmm. at, a, at a, the same weekend that I was playing the club that's across the street from where he was performing, and the club I was at had a bar attached to it that had a VIP section. Are you following along? And I'm still stuck on the Lord of I know. Dance business. Sorry, everybody, uh, everybody who appeared at uh, whatever was BC Place across mm. the street, uh, they'd always get invited to the VIP section of this bar, and they often took them up on it. Okay. So there was tons of famous people there. So Carol, who was an Irish dancer herself and a huge fan of of whatever that is. She flew out to Vancouver with me, and I arranged that weekend at the club specifically to be there when Michael Flatley was there, right? So that night, after my show, Carol leaves between shows, between the early and late show, goes back to the hotel, and I get invited to the VIP section, and who am I sitting with? Michael Flatley. So I phone Carol, who's now, what, five minutes away, and I go, you're never going to believe who I'm sitting next to, and she was like... Do you know what time it is? That, I still remember the conversation. I'm like, yes, I know what time it is, but I'm sitting next to Michael Flatley, and I was wondering if you wanted to come over and meet him. She was like, why? And I was like, because it's Michael Flatley, which is very embarrassing because I'm actually having this conversation next to Michael Flatley, and I've already told him what a, what a huge fan. What a huge fan. Like, she'll be, yeah, it was really awkward. And she was like, no, I'm not getting get dressed to go. So the next day I asked her, why wouldn't you do that? Like, that was actually kind of embarrassing. She was like, why would I? Like, I'm a fan of his work. I don't need to meet him. I'm like, all right, well, good talk. <laughs> so like I say, knowing that, I don't know what made me think mm. Michael Flatley, Kevin Nealon. Like, just, what? just when you think you know your wife, huh? Exactly. 20, <laughs> almost 26 years in, and I'm still not firing on all cylinders. <laughs> I'll say. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I try. So. But here's the thing, mm. and, 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 I, and I, I can kind of get where Carol is going with that. I mean, yeah, I love, she loved watching him dance. She loved that whole Irish. Mm-hmm. Well, she my danced. Gosh, she, she, she's done that dance in my living room. That's right. On a Saturday night. She's not bad she's either. She's not bad at yeah. it. She did it for, for a very long time. That's right. But sometimes when you meet the person who you um, like their work, yeah. it can be a great disappointment. I don't think that's what's going through her mind. Oh, she just but didn't want to get out of she bed. She just didn't want to get out of bed. Yeah. But, but that's fine. Yeah. But it can also be. Sure. It's like, yeah, okay. I'd rather watch you dance than talk to you. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I, I completely get that. I, I kind of do, too, because usually that's not my thing. Mm-hmm. That's why it's just really odd mm-hmm. that I find myself now in a situation of... Because often hanging out with Kevin Nealon well, for the weekend. Think about it. Oftentimes, when a situation like that does happen, oh my goodness, I finally get to meet yeah whomever. A lot of times, folks are disappointed. Some people are really great. Sometimes you can be disappointed. When I met Garth Brooks here at the Habitat yes, Humanity thing, great example was amazing. Yeah. Was not disappointed at all. Jimmy Carter, the former president, that was really really cool. But there's been other people along the way that you've met and gone, huh. Yeah. That's not what I expected one bit. Yeah, whose uh, line is it anyways? Who's the host of that? Do you remember was the host of that? Then he'd be, he, went, he had a sitcom. Drew Carey. Drew Carey. Met him at Just for Laughs. Got introduced by a mutual friend, Alonzo mm-hmm. Bowden, who's yep. been up to the festival. And 
I got to be honest with you, Drew was a complete dink. He just really wasn't. He just really was a complete disappointment. Why? How so? Because at the time I was running. This is so unfair of me to just say because my side of the story. Because he didn't give you something. No, at the time. I was running the laughter cancer yeah. benefit, and he had written a book, and I had read the book, and I really enjoyed it. And I can't recall what it was. It was something about nuts, uh, like peanuts. And then I'm at Just for Last. I'm at a party, and Alonzo Bowden says, hey, do you want to meet Drew Carey? And uh, everybody loves Raymond, the big brother. Yep. okay. Okay. So they were standing together talking to each other, right? So I went over, and I talked to them for a little while, and I really didn't go over with an ask. I really didn't. I just got introduced to them. We're, ch- we're chatting. And uh, I told him I really enjoyed his book. And uh, then I said, hey, listen, I run this charity. We sell a lot of uh, autographed items. I know you don't, Mm. you know, like I'm sorry to ask, but would it be okay to like send a copy of your book to your agent and would you be able to autograph? And he was like, he goes, better still. He goes, "Uh, write down your address and I'll mail you something. I went, oh, thanks very much. So I wrote down my address and then everybody loves Raymond's big brother. I can't remember his name. Greg, or what's it, Barrett? No, anyway. He says, well, give Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett's standing there. And I didn't make the ask of Brad. And Brad was like, hey, give me that address. I could probably get you something too. And I went, oh, that'd be great. So I write down both addresses. Um, When I go back to my table, and then that was it. I I stopped the conversation. Carol said, did you happen to see what just happened? And I said, no. (laughs) Drew as I turned my back, held the piece of paper up in the air and crumpled it up Mm. and threw it over his shoulder, Mm. and then everybody in the group laughed. Mm. Um, About two, three weeks goes by, and I get a package at my front door from Brad Garrett. And inside the package was an original script Mm. from the show, Mm -hmm. uh, autographed by all cast members. Uh, There was some books, there was DVDs, all autographed. There was a shirt that he wore on the show um, and a note that said, I, we didn't really talk long, so I'm not sure what it is you wanted, but if this isn't it, here's my cell yeah. phone number and let me know. Yeah. And so you sort of compare those two, uh-huh. right? And so that's my experience with those Do, two. Yeah, and, 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 you know, who knows, maybe he is that way maybe he's not maybe he's yep. just like eh, you know what you have off nights you don't like people coming up and talking sure. to you too yep. and making an ass that's what I said it's probably unfair yeah. the fact that he held it up in the air and crumpled it yeah. for all to see though as that's opposed to a, just you that's know, a bit of a yeah move, that was yeah. the that was the move if he didn't want to give it to me but yeah and didn't want to make a fuss about it just had to put it in his mm-hmm. pocket and throw it away in his hotel room yeah or you go through the proper channels and, and absolutely, do it the other or he way, just right? tells me how yeah, to go through the proper channels, it, right? right? And that's and that's the interesting thing watching watching Chris Hadfield uh, last Thursday, and I said every single person in that room, every single person who wanted their book signed, uh, an autograph of something, whatever it was, a photo, uh, uh, a photo, got it. Mm-hmm. There was. No questions whatsoever. Very concerned, very worried about the lighting to make sure the lighting was right. That, oh, you have your sunglasses on your head. You want to take them off? Really? That sort of stuff. Every single person in that room got what they wanted uh, when they walked out. It, it was amazing to watch. Really? And having to say that, I sat beside him. He's not a super huge conversationalist, you know, because he's so on point and working. He's working at that point. All he's thinking about is presentation. Afterwards, next thing you know, he's like, well, this is my daughter's wedding and this is, uh, oh, look at this, this is our Pog Albert. He's all dressed up for the wedding, that sort of stuff. But prior to that, uh uh-uh. See, I've always thought, and I've met a lot of people over the years because of Just for Laughs, and my theory is that fame and fortune do not 
change you. They allow you to be who you already are. So if you're a great person, mm. it's an opportunity to spread that mm -hmm. greatness. And if you're not, it's an opportunity to tell people to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. A couple of people. And this is what I mean. Our texting line. Yeah. Uh, name dropper, Andrew. I'm not dropping names here. Mm -hmm. Like Those are not huge names I'm talking about. They go to festivals all the time. Uh, and they picked your street because they knew you'd advertise it for free. No. They don't want people on the street. That's the whole point. They don't want me talking about it at all. They would like the street abandoned Is this so they can film. Is this Tuesday text line? <laughs> uh, people are just funny. That's what I mean. So take that yeah. guy and make him famous and now see how big of a pain he becomes. Got to get the t-shirt made. Hey, we should probably make mention to our listeners, uh, Jill and I, that today is International Croc Day. It is International Croc Day. Crocs, I guess, day. Here's a funny thing. You know Crocs? You thought they were gone, right? The shoes, right? not the, the shoes. crocodiles. Right. And we've talked about it before that Crocs, are they still even available? Well, it turns out they've made a surge in demand again. And you don't want to know why? It's the weirdest reason Take why. Take a look at your kids. Yep. It apparently, for kids, and this explains a lot. You remember all those stories we've done about you know, ratty old sneakers and upside down raincoats mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and everything. And they're really popular. And we keep going, why are they so popular? Here's why. The label. So apparently what they're saying is this study that they've done, um, this consumer study, that kids today... <laughs> are more influenced by the label get than they are the fashion. Boy. Yeah, which is fine. Like, if that's what they're going for, then they get it. Uh. But it explains all those. So it's almost like the companies, not Crocs in this case, but the companies who make the completely distressed sneakers or jeans or whatever, obviously they know this. And there's. it's almost like they're mocking millennials by saying, hey, you, I got an idea. Like, let's put the rattiest whatever yeah. garment out there, but put our label on it, and you watch. Kids will buy it. But this reminds me of going back to the 90s during the grunge scene. Do you remember mm -hmm. when we kind of moved out of the dance scene, all of that dance yeah. club music that was, uh, yeah, you know, We grunged our own stuff, though. But, well, but then but then it turned into the grunge stuff. It turned into the Nirvana stuff, yeah. all of that. It was just all flannel, flannel shirts and <laughs> yeah. scrappy beer and, True. you know, the jeans, which has kind of turned, you know, back around into, you know, the hipster stuff. But mm -hmm. the hipsters have nice, neater beards, tend to be in the tighter jeans and, yeah. you know, a, a, a better fitting plaid shirt, <laughs> to be honest with uh, yeah. you. You know, so, hey, I, I've never I've never had a pair of Crocs on my feet. Hmm. Apparently, they're incredibly comfortable. I would like a pair for around the house, you know, maybe to do some gardening. Can't do it. Won't I, do it. I know, you know, a lot of, like, nurses and stuff like that, um, you know, people who work in hospitals wear them or a, a style of them. But if they were just the most comfortable thing on your on your tootsies, do you, do you wear slippers when you're at home? No. Socks. Always socks. No don't bare feet. Don't even own a pair of slippers. Mm. Is it Balenciaga? Is that the name? Um, Balencia. Balencia? Balencia has put out a platform croc Balencia, yeah. that they're charging eight hundred and fifty dollars oh, yeah. for and they're selling out. Yeah, well yeah, that's 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 the rich I rest my case. That's the rich ones. <laughs> yeah. These are these not the stuff that you see in dollar stores in a bin, are these not, aren't those the Crocs? Mm, no, those are knockoff Crocs. Those are knockoff Crocs. Wow, that's... <laughs> that's fun to say. Actually. Yeah, that is. They're the knockoff Crocs. <laughs> <laughs>
We're going to get a pair. No, who's we? I'm not. <laughs> and we'll try them. No, we'll I'm not. I've never, they've never been on my feet. We'll wear them for an afternoon. See I'm how not doing like it. Come on. I have nothing to prove. Really, out of everything that you've done, I and I've typically do not. You, I know. I'm not and doing it. You're saying it. no to Crocs. I am saying no to. I, you have to draw the line somewhere, and I'm drawing it at Crocs. I mean, in fact, I'm throwing this article. We're out. bringing the Crocs to Jamaica. <laughs> no, we're not. That is not happening. The 6:30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on 6:30 Chad.